So, this podcast, is it any good? Eh, they follow some shite clubs, but it's a pretty good podcast. Lavelle, Rose up the middle, looking, cutting, shooting, go! The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Absolutely brilliant from Liverpool, and for Barcelona, chaotic, catastrophic. A sensational start, a controversial start. And it's advantage to the Reds. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. D. Smith, welcome in. It's the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast brought to you by Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista. It's also brought to you by Sport Clips, where it is good to be a guy. Damn, do we have some beautiful Three Punk Ales news to deliver on the podcast tonight. Very excited for that, Darren. It's a two, It's a Wednesday. God, I fuck that up every week. Structure in your life, man. Come on, get with the program. Listen, man. It's halftime of the MLS Liga MX All Star Game happening in lovely downtown San Diego or downtown Los Angeles. I wish it were downtown San Diego. At what Bank a slip that was. Yeah. The All Star well, 2021 All Star Game in San Diego. Yeah. Well, Did you hey, get your tickets? Why aren't we I, there? I, I was hoping San Diego because I just was listening to the commissioner of major league soccer talk about expansion. Mm, on man, that is Where, some porn right there. What did he have to say? Well, number one, you got to understand that he's on set with Rob stone, perhaps wearing the ugliest fucking jacket you've ever seen in your life. And if oh you think God. I'm exaggerating, I have to look this up who Stoney or Garber stone. Okay. Garber's he's a corporate suit. Stone is sort of a goofball. I was a little surprised. I thought you were talking about Garber. I'm like, why is he taking chances? No chances from, from Garber. Rob Stone, though, ridiculous coat, and it has all of the MLS shields on it. Oh, and he asked some question about expansion. He goes, Well, I've got 27 shields on this coat. There's room for 28. And Garber goes, Maybe gonna be 30. And they all went, ooh, and then they tossed it to commercial break. Funny thing about this game, though, 10 minutes into it, Jordan, it had to be oh stopped because the homophobic chant made an appearance at the MLS Liga Equis All-Star game. How about that? Uh, not great there. Also, I just <laughs> saw the jacket. Not great there. Not not great at all. Yeah. Rod, not Rod great Stone. across the board. Nothing, nothing great about that. Although it's, it's weird. Garber was quoted. How... He said, San Diego continues to be a market of importance to us. We lost the key vote, which was unfortunate, but that doesn't take away my belief in the market. How much money did they spend on this uh, coat? It's a great question. Whose budget? I I'm guessing that comes from the Fox budget. If you've seen it, I love that he ripped off the, uh, his actual coat. And then threw it around as if it were a uh, helicopter. <laughs> and then it was delivered to him on stage. This, this beauty. I mean, yeah, that's, that's really bad. I'm just seeing this for the first time. I can't look away. It's like a car wreck. Oh, see, I didn't even realize that the code had a backstory. I just sort of flipped on there and caught the halftime interview. No, it I, was delivered to him on stage. Yeah. I figured it would, up. it would be teasing different markets about, you know, their opportunity to get an expansion club. Hmm. All right. Well, that's interesting. So we have that to discuss. We have, as mentioned, three punk ales news to discuss up and down week for San Diego loyal. We are going to tell you where Darren and I are going to be this weekend for match day live, where you can come hang out with us, drink a few cervezas with us. Um, 
And then we're going to do some other fun stuff towards the end because there's lots of news in the world of soccer and some really good matchups this weekend. Chelsea play Liverpool this weekend. We also have Mbappe news. CR7 is in the news. So uh, plenty to discuss on the pod. Where do you want to begin, Darren? Jordan, uh, I want to begin talking about three punk ales in Chula Vista because if for some reason our connection were to get lost in five minutes, as long as we get the three punk ales information and love out there, because this is so heartwarming, our boy, Steve Garcia, texting us, tweeting us, hitting us up on Instagram, telling us Jordan, and you are a goal core goal score, goal cord, uh, goal scoring broadcasting extraordinaire. The name of the beer. It- <laughs> what did you just call me? A goal scoring broadcaster extraordinaire. I score goals. That is fantastic news. Okay. You call goals on broadcasts to the tune of no other broadcaster in San Diego sports history, having a five spot there and then following that up with three more. But uh, the name of the beer, Jordan, it is returning to three punk ales and Chula Vista. This is super exciting news. Very exciting. I'm looking at the label right now. Steve texted it to me earlier in the week. It is beautiful. It is very, very nice. I don't even know if we had a label last time. Did we? No, we didn't honestly. Cause it was only on draft. We never ever saw what's the name of the beer. Gosh. Goals. We never saw our goals packaged up and no complaints about that. We were thrilled if we even got one keg of beer that was somewhat named after this silly podcast, but three punk gales and Chula Vista, our guy, Steve, he said it is returning perhaps by the end of August, early September Golsh, a Kolsch beer made by three punk gales is returning. Not only, I think will it be available in a tasting room, Jordan, but it also will be available in four pack formats, which is like groundbreaking stuff. Like that is, that's crazy. That's the kind of stuff that like we can buy and we can drink and we can refrigerate, we can save for later. We can send to people. We can save it for the eternity. That's like, that's incredible. What we're doing here at three punk hills. Darren, one of the highlights of my life was rolling into a random restaurant and seeing Golsh available on the menu. That happened to me years ago. Golsh is back. I'm excited for those moments to return. I'm excited for these four packs to be available. Um, are going to be available next month is what I'm told September. Look out for that beautiful label. And we need to send some of these beers. Uh, Tim Stoops is on my list. We got to send some beer to Tim Stoops. Um, there's a few other people on my send list, but I'm just Eric, so excited for uh, Eric Gomez. who's a regular here. We got to hit up Eric Gomez. Actually, I think he's in Southern California. I think he's at the all-star game as a matter of fact, but I would like yeah. to send a keg of it to the loyal offices. Okay. I'm good with that as well. I yes, think that I think that's a good uh, idea plan. They do have a kegerator there in their offices. So exactly. You know, w- they can have, have a, a match hour. day live vibe during the week. I dig it. I dig it. I, I've got a lot of people here on our list, but man, I'm so stoked. I love everything about three punk ales. I love that they continued with this. You know, I love that also there might be more to come Jordan, not just in terms of having goals packaged, but also in terms of stay tuned for, for possible merchandise related to Gulch. Mm. Very nice. Very excited for that. <clears throat> I also have a lot of ideas for match day live next year. Again, I don't think 
I don't know if anyone's going to listen to them, but I have a lot of ideas for next season. So, okay. What else can we get to? Anything else you want to talk about with three punk yells or can I move on? I think we should be there for the launch. I think we should record a podcast there when, whenever it is the actual date that Golsh is available yeah. to the public. I'm down. Yeah. Sign me up. Tell me when that is and I'll be there. Hey, we've both been in the, uh, the emo Brown recording studio. It's very intimate. It's weird that you have to be naked in there. I mean, I guess it's weird for you. I didn't know if it was a rule for everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, tell me when that is and I'll be there. I'm very excited for that. Hopefully it's upstairs though. I don't think we need to all jam into that little yeah. room. And by the way, and thank you so much for that, because like Jordan yeah. said, I, I will tell you, he's, you know, we're, we're, we're being clowns obviously, but I'm with Jordan, like walking into a Excuse restaurant, me? seeing that on draft was truly one of the highlights of my life. Mm-hmm. And now seeing no this and anticipating this being packaged up will be another highlight of my life. I'm not sure I've even had a highlight in my life since the last time that I saw Golsh on draft. So thank you, Steve. You have made me feel complete again. I've had a few highlights since then, but this is one of the highlights. No doubt about it. All right. Oh, by the way, so I'm sorry. Time out. Speaking of highlights, belatedly, Jordan, happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm. You celebrated a birthday at Torero Stadium Saturday night. Thank you. you already wished me happy birthday on my birthday on Match Day Live. Was, so I want to do it on the you. podcast. The podcast yeah. is something that's completely different. Not everybody watches Match Day Live as much as they should. Not everybody watches USL soccer as much as they should. We've got an international audience, and they should know that Jordan Carruth celebrated a birthday this past Saturday night. So happy mm-hmm. birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I drank a tall boy on the postgame show after I did a broadcast for my hometown club. It was fucking glorious. What a night. Like, what a great birthday. Seriously, like, in all honesty, what a fantastic birthday that is worked with a hall of famer in shannon mcmillan did the broadcast for my hometown club for a brand new club and got to throw down some beers post game match day live it's a great birthday it sounds great to me i'd love to know what it's like i mean we talked about it a little bit on match day live what was it like working with shannon mack super cool uh made me sound a lot better (laughs) this is the best way to say that it was great absolutely fantastic we had a lot of goals to talk about on Wednesday night and that was a ton of fun. So we've had Shannon on match day live a few times. She has popped champagne on the show. She has set the record for the distance that a cork has traveled after being popped by one of our guest papieras. And, uh, she still holds that record. It's still really not even all that close. She's fantastic at that. So it was very cool. She's come down into our element. I was able to go up into her element in the booth. So It was very, very fun. Got to do two games, including one on my birthday, birthday party in the booth. She brought me some champagne that night. How great is that? Thank you, Shannon. Obviously, I thanked her in person, but I'll thank her on the podcast because why not? Thank you for bringing me bubbles on my birthday. A World Cup winner brought you a bottle of champagne on your birthday. Yeah. Isn't that fucking wild? Boy, you ain't shit and you have had highlights in your life. (laughs) <laughs> yeah just within the last couple of weeks you know uh, and then yeah. Golsh, the Golsh news breaks this i just can't keep up dude stay hot man you know who holds the record for having a cork go the completely opposite direction like for as much as shannon holds the record oh, for no cork, you know did, who actually did nate have to open a bottle of champagne he did not okay thank that's but was on set to witness el presidente 
Ricardo Campos. Yeah. Didn't, what did he didn't do? Have, didn't have a successful cork popping moment on match day live. He, what did he do? El Presidente popped it and it sort of somehow ended up behind him. I, I'm what quite, ended up behind him? The bottle or the cork? Cork. Yeah. I, I don't understand the physics of it. I got to admit, I didn't even know that that was possible. So uh, if anybody was watching match day live and they could explain that from a scientific standpoint, I'd love to hear the explanation. Do you think the kid laying down crying had anything to do with it? <laughs> match day live is a celebration. We are also celebrating Ricardo Campos being named interim president of San Diego Royal. How great was that? Just an absolutely incredible human being. I mean, ridiculous how much he knows about the sport, how passionate he is about the sport. How great to see Ricardo there in that spot. I mean, seriously, the club is in such good hands. I don't know what interim means. I just know Landon Donovan came on the radio and was talking about Ricardo and said, hopefully he does a good enough job that maybe he finds himself in that position permanently. And if Landon's saying that sort of stuff publicly on radio, then good enough for me. Yeah. I mean, my opinion doesn't matter at all, but I say remove that interim label, take it off. That is great news. I can't believe I wasn't hosting match day live when he was down there. I did get a chat with him halftime uh, at halftime during the broadcast. So, so that was good news, but I missed the champagne and yeah. the cork going backwards. I still don't understand how that works. I didn't get it either. Yeah, it sort of was. No one a, was hurt. We're popping. We're ready to pop. We're ready to shoot. How right? long? How long did it take him to pop? Uh, you know, he got in there about 10 seconds or so. And then somehow he was trying to, to uh -huh. you know, mess it out. Ricardo was, and it sort of, you know, ended up like behind our feet. I, again, like I, I don't understand it. I didn't think it was even possible according to the laws of physics, but I'm here to report that that actually did happen. But man, he's, he's still my president. That is fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Uh, big congratulations to him. And you know, if Landon says something like that on the radio, I don't expect him to do to mess anything up. So I think we're destined for presidency here. I love it. I think that's fantastic news. I think the, uh, yeah, I think it's great news. There's no better way to say it than that up and down week. Five goals Wednesday, the highlight CJ Fodry scoring um, for his hometown team, his hometown club, actually scoring a goal. I was all hyped that I just broadcasted a game. That guy's actually out there scoring goals for his hometown team. That's really, really cool. That was the highlight. Of course, five goals Wednesday, uh, the loss over the weekend, two to one after going up one nothing that's a little difficult to take because the week had started so well and the table uh shook out where you saw san diego climbing rather quickly and then the loss happened on saturday and they go down to fourth and it sets up a match this weekend darren that's actually very very impactful all of a sudden i know we've been ahead of sacramento for the entire season. So it's been very easy to kind of just forget about them. They came down here and got a point against San Diego. Uh, this is only the second match against Sacramento. We're going to see him three more times, including this weekend. So that tiebreaker that is could potentially be important, but important enough to at least bring up that's still on the line because you've only seen them once and they've already taken points away from you at Torero stadium. So, um, it started really well. It kind of balanced itself out over the weekend. And now San Diego find themselves in a spot where the schedule is actually pretty favorable going forward. That's the good news. Um, just, just that the wiggle room that they had is kind of disappeared. 
favorable in the sense that you still get three more with Oakland roots. You see Oakland towards the bottom of the Pacific division standings. But then the flip side is, as you said, good news, no Phoenix, good news. You get Oakland three times, but now you look in the rear view mirror and there's Sacramento sitting five points behind loyal in fourth position. So currently in possession of a playoff spot, Sacramento, which comes into every single season with playoff expectations, they're five points back. And now this is one of those wacky six point swings again, where you head up to Sacramento on Saturday night, eight o'clock kick match day live is going to be in North park. We'll tell you where coming up here in a moment. Oh, I thought you were going to say Northern California. I wish we talked about it. Couldn't pull the trigger. Couldn't get it done. But the good news is, Jordan, they play at Sacramento a little later on in the season at the end of October. So stay tuned, sports fans. Hold those tickets. But Sacramento now, if they pick up three points here, guess what? Like you're one bad result and one good result for them away from being behind Sacramento in the table. So should get a little crazy here with 12 to go. Five at home, five at Torero Stadium, which hasn't felt like the fortress here over the four-match homestand. You drop nine out of 12. You only pick up three out of 12 points at home. That's disappointing no matter how you want to slice it. You had players go into social media to say, hey, fans deserve better. Sorry. Corey Herzog showing up at Match Day Live saying, gosh, I can't believe you know, we, our fans were so great and we couldn't reward them. So you know they're feeling it a little bit. But both Charlie Adams and Corey Herzog said it. It feels like the playoffs are going to be starting on Saturday. That's a little premature with 12 to go. But given what's at stake and given just the positioning on the table right now, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like there's validity to this, much more so than what we were talking about a few weeks back with like must win games and things. Hmm. But yeah, I get, you know, these are starting to feel really important with only 12 to go. Yeah. So what I said on the broadcast on Wednesday or Saturday, I don't remember. I think it was Saturday. Um, we're not exactly preparing to land this plane. That is the regular season. Like the wheels haven't come out or anything like that, but we're, we're getting ready, you know, like the crew's getting ready. Like the seatbelt signs, those are kind of coming on, right? Isn't that the whole thing? What do people say? Got to recline your seats. Uh, we're getting ready for it. So tray tables up. Yeah. Tray tables, all that good stuff. Whatever else cliche stuff you're supposed to say in that spot. Um, that's where we are. The urgency really is legitimately starting to build. Is it not? It's starting to build because you know, there's only 12 games to go. What was a 30 plus game season is now turned down to 12 to go orange County, Tacoma. Those are the only two clubs that you'll play the rest of the season that are currently above you in the table. Two of your final 12. That's the good news. The bad news. I, I don't really know what to think of our matchup against Sacramento. I saw them come to San Diego and get a point. Um, they're in a position to pass us um, with a couple of results. So that kind of concerns me. You see them three more times. Uh, Oakland, you see three more times. I really don't know what to make of Oakland. They've hardly played any games. They've only played 14. They're currently playing Phoenix right now. They're beating Phoenix in the second half. Are they going to beat Phoenix tonight? I have no idea, but they're winning one, nothing right now in the 47th. Um, so Oakland is a team. I don't feel like I have a great understanding what they are. So you tell me you have three games left against them. I don't know how to take that. Is that good? Or is that bad? I don't know. Um, already brought up Tacoma. You get Vegas one more time. That's in Vegas, right? We've already got them twice here. So that's going to be in Vegas, New Mexico. You know who New Mexico reminds me of? This is our only out of division game remaining on the schedule. Do you know who New Mexico United remind me of this year, Darren? New Mexico United reminds you of Reno 1868. No. Why? You think New Mexico is going to go away oh, next year? <laughs> I don't know what kind of question that is. Like, what do they remind you of? 
They remind me of Ted Lasso's team. All they do is draw. They've had five straight draws. (laughs) I guess I should have looked at their, their last five. Yes. Five straight draws. We'll see if that continues. If that's still the case coming up on October 17th, man, that'd be a heck of a story. It would be a heck of a storyline. Wouldn't it? Um, But they're somehow with their five consecutive draws, five points come with that. They're actually inching towards a playoff spot. They were like dead last in that table not too long ago or close to it. Maybe not last. Don't quote me on that. No one actually quotes me. I don't know why you say that. Um, yeah, I don't know what to, uh, I don't know what to make of a lot of these matches Vegas. I feel like we're going to whoop their ass again. I feel pretty good about that. The rest of them. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know either. I don't know, man. Does Phoenix just sort of fall asleep here in the middle of the season? Cause they just had a scoreless draw with Sacramento on Saturday night. Sacramento hasn't lost at least in its last five couple of wins, three draws. They're playing much better. Maybe Phoenix is just sort of drifting here in the middle of the season because they had such a sizable lead. I, I don't know how else to explain it. And I'm certainly not here to spend a ton of time trying to explain Phoenix rising, but Hey, they're like Lasso's team. That's three consecutive draws for them, potentially four tonight when they score here in the second half, eventually. Oh uh, yeah. I'm, that's probably going to happen. But I, I, all I know is I'd rather play, I'd rather have three on my schedule with Oakland remaining, given my playoff position from San Diego loyal standpoint, than have Phoenix three more times. Mm. That's all. No doubt. That's all. And is no I'd rather about that table than see him at the top of the table. Actually, I don't know. We, we've beaten Phoenix more times than we've beaten Oakland. <laughs> is that Fair. the two teams you were comparing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess our winning percentage against Oakland is much better though. Yeah. We'll see though. We still get a couple more, right? I mean, if we're going to, Holy shit, Oakland just scored again. They're up to nothing. Come on, dude. And if Oakland, Oakland have played like four less matches if for, however, if they go on a run there, they can pass San Diego. If they take all four, I don't know if that will happen. The Comas played three less times. So, I mean, it gets weird here. Things are, you know, things are, I know the urgency it's building there and it's building. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of somewhat rooting for a Phoenix draw tonight because you know who they play next week, New Mexico. And you know, yeah. they'll get a draw if they play each other. If those teams, right. are- well, don't quote me on this, but I think New Mexico was at the bottom of the standings for a while. I just told you that. And you're quoting me. How dare you? How dare you <laughs> quote me when I tell you not to. All right. Um, da, 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 da. What By else? the way, should we, can we tell the CJ Fodry story? Because I thought that yeah. that was like, I heard short. you tell it on the radio. I, more people heard it there. You want to share it on the podcast? All right, fine. No, I'm down. I just, I'm just telling you, I heard it on the radio. I enjoyed listening to that story. So he's um, break it down for us, Darren. Where were we? Goal Wednesday night against Las Vegas. We do our 30 minute post game show. Jordan and I are walking out to our matching Jeeps in the parking lot because we're like that. And as we're sitting there, just shooting the shit, ready to get into our Jeeps and drive home. Here comes CJ Fodry with his mom. And he's holding the ball, his goal-scoring ball. And I guess Corey Herzog, who is just described over and over again as the best teammate, retrieved the ball that he scored his first-ever professional goal with, got it to CJ. CJ does whatever it is he's got to do post-game. He listens to Landon. They listen to Nate. They shower. And off he goes. They curse at each other. Yeah, they all are cussing there. They're cussing up a storm. They all have permission, these teenagers, just to cuss up in a professional locker. And – he and his mom get into the white minivan and they just drive back home. I thought that was like the best part of the whole night was, you know, here's this teenager who probably doesn't even have the kind of license that allows you to drive after dark. And he goes home having just scored his first professional goal, driven back 
to the Fodry household. I love that. I thought that was amazing. It was like, it, it made my night. I thought about that for a couple of days, just how charming that was. Yes. That was fantastic. That was great. <laughs> like how often would you actually see that moment anywhere else? You really won't see that very often, but that was the moment you would see it. It was so, yeah. it meant so much to him. The yellow card, the best yellow card he ever got. Rips it off, rips off his Jersey, just runs around. Amazing time. Yeah. My wife texted me after that and she thought to herself, why is he wearing a sports bra? My wife said the same thing. <laughs> I only bring it up on the podcast because I thought people would be able to relate to that question. And By the way, apparently, so did, apparently my co-host was able to relate, so I didn't have to re reach very far for that. So, so did every goober on uh, sports talk radio who'd never follow soccer and doesn't understand what that is. Darren, what is that? <laughs> It's their telemetry. It's their body telemetry. It's I know they got the chip going, rate. dude. It's their GPS. It's all that sort of stuff. They got their chips. Yeah. They're Thank chipped you. up. Hi, Cleo. Hi, Cleo. Um, ooh, two, one Phoenix on the board. Oh, I got to turn this on the hell with this MLS game. You're watching the MLS game. Yeah, dude. It's, dude, it was really good. Like it was, it was really good mm -hmm. when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like all these notes on the rest of the schedule, but I think we got to them all. Oh, uh, well I got some more. I mean, like you said, up and down week actually at Torero stadium, but how about Augie Williams being added to the mix? How about mm, yeah. Douglas Martinez being added into the mix? Got a little bit of firepower, firepower. arriving. Firepower. Yeah, that's good. Right. So the way I described that on the broadcast, correct me if I'm wrong here, Darren, that's a move you make with the postseason in mind. Correct. Augie? And yes. were you, I don't even think you were allowed to talk about Martinez, were you? No, that wasn't even news. I don't he know was there. I don't you even, know what, Darren, like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, I, okay. Maybe he wasn't there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know but either. somebody who looked like Douglas Martinez, Honduran national who comes over on loan from Real Salt Lake, Somebody who looked just like him was sitting in the stands on Saturday night. And he's sure. probably was it Nate? Was it Nate Abrea? It was not Nate. I don't think Nate. Like, I mean, maybe, but he's just somebody sitting with Jack Metcalf. Somebody sitting with Trey Muse, who was out with an upper body injury. So you know, we had a nice little. Who wins team. a game? Our current starting eleven or our injured eleven? Our injured eleven would be a playoff team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. But man, I will tell you, this, good. Is getting, this is getting a little crowded in a good way mm. when you have Corey Herzog, when you have Tumi Moshabani, who now is the all-time leading scorer in loyal history, right? Right. Was Bill, let's get that stat. When, when does USD sign off on a statue? How do we get that done? Any minute. I mean, and it's well-deserved, well-earned as well from Tumi. I'm so stoked for that guy. All the talent in the world, but you could just sort of see like confidence not quite there. Yeah, Sharon, so, yeah. what time is it? Huh? What time is two, it? I believe it's Tumi time. It Tumi time times two. Dude, I almost stumbled on that one. That's I've never, tough one. I've never said that in my life. I don't even know where that came from. It just came the out. Difficulty is sky high on that. I sky high. That's too that dangerous for my right. liking. It just that came out. Bloody. That was a tough one. I, I, I give you. I couldn't even say that like off air. I know. I was impressed with myself. You should be because someone, like, some, someone said something about t-shirts. I expect to see this. Yeah. But he's now scoring. 
you know, you're still going to have to, I mean, Alejandro Guido is your number 10. Uh, I, I don't know how all these minutes are going to be managed here. I, again, it might be the classic good problem to have, but man, Jordan, firepower. Firepower. Yeah, it's a, it's a good problem to have because San Diego are very much in a huge playoff race with a bunch of clubs. You know, like Phoenix is, has it locked up. That's about it. And I can tell you Orange County's in the hunt. Tacoma's in the hunt. San Diego's clearly in the hunt. Sacramento is in the hunt. Los Dos are in the hunt. I don't think you can... I mean, we all know Vegas aren't going to make the playoffs. But can we officially rule them out yet? Probably not. Don't rule them out. Oakland, they're beating Phoenix right now. I don't know even what to tell you about Oakland. So they have a bunch of matches to play. That's what I can tell you about Oakland. They've only played 16. We've played 20. You know, this is an interesting thing that's happening in this league, by the way. And I don't have any real answers for it. Maybe you do, Jordan, since you get to broadcast next to Hall of Famers. But we've got three players currently on loan with San Diego Loyal. We've got Ali Laraz, who's on loan from the Colorado Rapids. We've got Augie Williams, who's on loan from LA Galaxy. We've got Douglas Martinez, who's on loan from Real Salt Lake. Well, what do those three clubs have in common? They all have USL affiliates. As a matter of fact, Douglas Martinez scored against San Diego Loyal just a couple of matches ago when Real Monarchs were in town on August 7th. I don't know what we're supposed to make out of that, but they're just bypassing their own USL clubs to send these players to San Diego Loyal. And I'm here for it, baby. I'm here for it. I'm not complaining. I'm just pointing it out. Yeah, no, it's a good strategy. Who's the best player for Tacoma right now? Can we get him? (laughs) Does Phoenix want to lend us? No, Phoenix already has it locked up. Orange County, what are you working with? Can we get a couple of your players? Yeah. Sacramento, this is not just a match this weekend, Darren. This is a scouting trip. We're going to figure out who we should sign. So these teams get worse. We get better. We make the playoffs. I think it's a genius strategy. I mean, is the whole league conspiring to get loyal into the postseason here? Like, it's just, it's an incredible thing that's happening. I can't explain it, but I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm just going to enjoy watching these dudes play. But yeah. I like going with that. I mean, does Solomon Asante want to come on loan to loyal? I think it'd be a great thing. I mean, let's get all the, let's get all the goal scores. Let's get all the firepower. Firepower. Yeah, that's a, that's a few loanies. What a fun training session it must be. And it's a longer season. So to kind of get this, I don't know, a little, little bolt of energy here. I think it's good. I like it. Yeah. I'm sure training sessions are a lot more fun lately, even with the loss most recently. I get it, but I bet they're more fun. Boy. I mean, I just can't wait to see what the starting 11 is going to look like on Saturday night when you got to start Augie, Like he's an automatic start, right? Oakland just scored really three, one. What in the fuck? I'm telling you, man. They're home. Well, I didn't realize that. I thought they were in Chandler. Sorry, my bad. Phoenix is a different team outside of Chandler. Yeah, I I think you got to get Augie in there. I think you can't take Toomey out of the lineup, can you? No, never. Build him a statue. Take him out of the lineup. How fucking dare you? What time do you think it is? And Alejandro Guido are starting on the bench for you Saturday night? Who? Herzog and Guido? I'm totally fine with Guido coming off the bench. I don't know if Guido's fine with it. I'm sure he would be. I don't know how that works. That's not You're up to me. You're going to have a bench. Now, Toomey also plays a little bit of midfield. Are we going to see a change in formation here? Oh, 
Maybe you could see Herzog and Toomey on the field at the same time with Augie. Okay. You could. Now you well, probably don't see Guido in that formation. Probably not. Then again, you've got Miguel Ibarra, who was just named for the USL team of the week. I know. I mean, you know, Colin. How do we capture that in a bottle? Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe if you get him, I don't know how that works. Jack Blake is playing. Colin Martin's playing. Coming back at some point. Yes, he is. Jack Metcalf coming back at some point. Yeah. Callum Montgomery is still on this team. Yeah. Grant Stoneman. Hey, um, special shout out to Joshua Yarrow because I just don't know where we would be without him. Oh my gosh. He's so important this year. I know we're like, Toomey's getting getting a lot of attention, but Yarrow, no Yarrow this year, no playoffs this year, my friends. So steady, so smooth, so consistent, so low maintenance, put his name out there, expect 90 plus minutes. Just uh, such a consistent player. I mean, what a that was right before the start of the season. As a matter of fact, I think we like like saw him warming up. I think they might have announced him like, yeah. right before they actually were set to play against Phoenix and Chandler. So just uh, just such a good, important player. To your point, and and yeah, you know, hey, there's been a bunch of them, but uh, you're right. Good, good shout by you. Yes. Very nice. Um, so this weekend at Sacramento Saturday night, you and I will be at Bluefoot in North park, North park. I love that neighborhood. Yeah. We're going to Darren's backyard. Once again, Bluefoot North park, uh, loyal or excuse me, loyal. The locals will be at creative culture and where Chavo's going to be. Chavo's Jordan. I'm very glad that you asked Chavo brewing, right? They're going to be in Otai, uh, Otai Ranch, I want to say it is. They're going to be at a place called Novo, N-O-V-O, Novo and Otai Ranch. Beautiful. The Otai Ranch Mall. Correct? Correct. Fantastic. I've had their beer. There's a toucan on it. That's a toucan, right? God, I'm going to get yelled at now because I don't know what the bird is. Toucan, yeah, I think you're right. I'm yes. Well, you're not an ornithologist, so you know people will let you off the hook. Wow, thank you. That was impressive. Okay, I I aim to verbally masturbate. All right, you ready for uh, quick thoughts? Speaking of what you just said, you ready to be quick? Um, I will give it my best. Uh, your thoughts on CR seven, potentially going to Manchester city, a go underpants, underpants, boy, so many mixed feelings here. CR seven, who's beloved by man United supporters, Mm. perhaps playing for the noisy neighbors, but also the Barca supporters who love Pep Guardiola, Mm who love Pep because of Messi and Messi because of Pep, but hate CR seven because of Messi. Now there's a, just a ton of inner conflict. There's going to be just mm. a lot of inner conflict if that happens. And again, I'm all about it. I want to see it happen. All right. I wasn't going to bring up Messi unless you brought up his name, but you brought up his name first. That's the rule going forward on this podcast. All right. <laughs> if you say his name at any point, that gives me a green light. The rest of the podcast to bring him up. 
And you just open that door, motherfucker. Go for it. Messi goes to Paris, which means Mbappe will now go to Madrid. Yeah. That sucks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was always part of it, too, is that, you know, Mbappe either here as part of a transfer before the window closes in a couple of days, or he's going to go on a free at the end of the season. So one way or the other, you know, that was indirectly always part of the conversation. It just wasn't the part that everybody focused on was that Messi going there might in fact accelerate and Bappe going to Real Madrid. So, yeah. well, it clearly has. Um, I have a question that you might be able to answer, but you're not a, whatever you just said, or an ornithologist. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't Barca afford Messi, but Madrid can afford Mbappe? Uh, well, they didn't sign a bunch of really shitty players to unmovable deals like Coutinho and Dembele and Umtiti and uh, Antoine Griezmann. So, you know, they have more a better ratio of uh, debt to revenue than Barca does. Barca's, you know, still at like a hundred and something percent, but Madrid has actually taken better care of itself financially, believe it or not, than Barca has. Okay. I've never really understood how PSG could sign Messi. I just don't know how that makes sense. Nobody does. It's just, it's a fucking mystery and they just sign everybody. As a matter of fact, today I was like, hmm. PSG, I saw this reported. PSG is uh, out of the runnings for CR7. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, seriously, they were even in that? They should be fucking fined for even being suggested or reported with him. Underpants, though, would play in Paris, wouldn't he? Yeah, who isn't playing in Paris? I mean, like that, like that whole act would play. The whole act? Oh, yeah. Oh, please. Persona of underpants? Like, you know, that was sort of built for Parisian culture. He would never wear clothes. Never. He probably doesn't anyway for being. <laughs> Why would you? Um, you go to the emo Brown social club. Hmm. Um, okay. So we shouted out loyal or kind of keep doing that locals and Chavos. The reason I keep doing it is because in my notes, I wrote loyal. And so when I'm looking at it, that's what I say. I also called the fucking supporters section one nineteen on the broadcast Wednesday night, not one Oh nine. Oh my goodness. Fucked up, man. I'm surprised they didn't uh, march up out of section 109 and drag your ass out of the broadcast booth. Now my response to everyone bitching about this, and I've apologized on numerous platforms is how do you know section 119 wasn't going off? It's a good point. Thank you. I would probably guess that there is no section 119, but is there not? <laughs> is there? If there's a section 109, I think that the odds are quite high that there's a 119 somewhere. Well, it doesn't go in perpetuity, pal. I mean, if it's a closed off space. I let's find I'm looking this up right <laughs> Can now. somebody get Jack Cronin on this podcast? Call Jack Cronin. Where's he? Where the fuck has Cronin been? Why am uh, I in the booth? Cronin's been in Europe. He went to Europe? Yeah. You should hear the stories he tells on Kogo about having to get back into this country. And I'm not planning any European trip anytime soon. What, you that. what do you have to do? Tell me. Oh, you got to plan a million trips. And it's just like you said, super stressful about having to make sure that you organize these tests that you have to play for and for or pay for in foreign countries. There's a lot going on Ugh. there. Yeah. He just went to Paso. No, man, he's a married felon now. I'm looking up the seating chart. I'm on it. There is a 119. 
And it was, it was the section right below me, right below the broadcast booth. Oh, I well, nailed of course. It. that's what you were talking about. Yeah. Fuck Everybody it. knows it. No, I got a, I'm sending beers their way. Serious. So I made up for it Saturday though. I gave them a lot of love. Locals got a lot of fucking love on that broadcast. You're welcome. Chelsea Liverpool this weekend. Who you got? Where is it? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. While I look it up, I'm going to tell you that I keep waiting for Chelsea to start playing like bloated champions and it just hasn't happened quite yet. I uh, would probably favor Chelsea. Anfield. I would probably change your mind. Yeah. I love the way Chelsea plays the legitimate title contenders for me from what I've seen through two weeks. Liverpool three nil match day one match day two, two nil wins against Norwich and Burnley, which might be more impressive than Chelsea's win against Arsenal. Maybe Arsenal's uh, it's, it's a dumpster fire, dumpster fire, no firepower, nothing, no, no fire, firepower. No, they scored a shit ton of goals in like the championship today. So go off. Um, anything else we need to get to? And they also have to go play city this weekend at the, at the had. So good Ooh. Luck. the relegation battle continues <laughs> for the club in the North. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a Saturday morning at nine 30 Chelsea. Yeah, it's a good one. Solid. I'm into it. Very nice. Start your that. day with uh, some footy, finish it with some footy. I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Ted Lasso already got a shout out. We'll shout it out again. The episodes have been fantastic. I'm all uh, fantastic. I thought one and two were a little bit, uh, you know, so, so run of the mill by its standards, but the Christmas show in the middle of August, I was not prepared for that to hit me the way it did. Phenomenal stuff. Mm. Yeah. Very, very good. Very good. I saw the uh, message getting passed around that it's very popular just because we're not used to a show with a character. That's just so nice anymore. Cause it's usually just so shit. Yeah. Um, that's a sad thought. Well, it's a sad world. I know. So let's make a prediction here on Ted Lasso. Like he's definitely going to connect with the owner, right? Like that's happening. They're they're like, this world has trained me that he's going to get his head cut off in the middle of the field at some point. (laughs) Football is life, (laughs) but you can tell like they're the ones that are on the dating app interacting with one another. Uh, Yeah. I think they give it a go and then it doesn't work out. That's my prediction. And then he gets the sack. I wanted, I wanted to. I know. I saw it. I, I, I saw what you were thinking about there. Good, resi- good, good job. You're a responsible dad. You held up. You had, con- you had some self con- self control. Mm. Fair game. Yeah. I think they have a go by a go. I mean, they go on a few dates uh-huh. and uh, I don't think it works out, but I think they, are both better off for the experience. Yeah. And they both grow from it. And then as a result, they actually find the person of their dreams. Oh, okay. You like that? Not really. Why? I mean, I just, you know, it's not the way I would write it. How would you write it? I thought that was pretty good for being on the spot. I probably would avoid any sort of uh, encounter, any sort of romanticism between those two. That would be late. It's too late. We've already entered that world. Well, we don't, we can't confirm that we're, we're, we're speculating. Speculating. (laughs) This is pure speculation, my man. 
No. It's fact. Yeah. It's factual. We're not they're not well, wasting our time with that. No. I just we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Okay. Although I will say, I mean, one of the funniest moments was when what is the uh who's the oh, don't uh don't do this to me. I am so bad at character names on everything. Okay. Then I'll... ask the no, you can ask the question. No, I'm not going to because do I don't it. know what I don't know anybody's name either. I'm going to go, you know, the girl who's with the guy who's like, so forget it. It doesn't What's matter. What's your question? When she was uh, pleasuring Keely? herself, Keely. when she was pleasuring herself to his press conference, <laughs> tell me that wasn't one of the great scenes that this show has had to offer. <laughs> do you watch the show with your wife? Of course. She loves it. She loves it more than I do. And I love it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. But, but, yeah. and like, Roy and, and Keeley. And it's this weird press conference, too. And she's just like, and he walks in, and the way he even says it, he's like, you having a tug? <laughs> what if it was a video of Jamie Tart? Ooh, that would That's been what amazing. I thought it was going to be. You thought it'd be Tart? I was concerned about that, yes. Because mm-hmm. he, he was back, and I got he's a regular back. People like him now. Do you like yeah. him yet? I don't. You haven't, you haven't, you haven't for everyone else has forgiven him. Why can't you, well, Darren? I'm not everybody else. Now I also predict he's going to score the goal that promotes them back into the Premier League since he scored the goal that relegated them in season one. But okay. my final and probably most important question in the San Diego media landscape, who would you consider Trent Krim? Uh, who introduced from the independent every time Trent Krim from the independent, uh, who would I consider? Um, that hair is fantastic. Probably Marty as well. Really? No. I mean, I I just said, really, nobody likes any press conference more than Marty Caswell. Yeah. And they both have fantastic hair, both same hairdo. I don't know if they have the same hairdo. Who would you say? You're not no, that think, far. No, I don't even know that world anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't. Jordan, deny, Jordan denies any involvement in local media. What? I just, I, I just haven't. I'm not allowed to have an opinion. And if I have an opinion, people are like, the fuck, he doesn't. He's not even in this world. Get him out of here. Fucking bailed on us. Who would you say? Kraz? Does he take shitty pictures on a cell phone? <laughs> no, I think Marty's the right answer. I think that's a good one. I still do that bit every once in a while, by the way. Send off like a poop emoji to anyhow. Do you? Time. To Kraz? Every once in a while, yeah. I wonder how much he hates us. I, hopefully a lot. Hopefully a lot. That's a weird response. Okay. Anything else we need to get to? We can do a whole character breakdown now. You want to do that? Uh, no, nah, I'm good, man. All right. If you had to go on a date with Rebecca, where would you take her? Rebecca's the other. Um, you'd have to go fancy, right? No, I'd say you do the opposite because she can do fancy anytime she wants. She's a billionaire. Hole in the so, wall. Yeah, I think you'd much rather do hole in the wall. Hmm. Sentimental spot, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Dive bar. Maybe something, something that something, something that smells funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's what I would do. I think that's the right approach. Good work. We chatted Gulch. We chatted Loyal. We chatted Bluefoot. We gave shout outs to both supporters groups and where they're going to be. And, and we're going to be Darren Blue, predicted. Blue uh, yeah. Yeah. We gave Bluefoot love. Yeah. And then uh, Darren predicted Chelsea to win. 
against Liverpool. He oh. also said that it sucks that Messi left Barca, and as a result, Mbappe will now go to his biggest rival. Yeah, but and, I am enjoying Barca. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not like in some state of denial here, but I am no, watching. That sucks. I'm loving watching Memphis Depay play. Uh, I mean, I think that these players now have to emerge from this shadow somehow. So, like, I think that's really – I mean, it's, I'm not going to say it's better. I just think it's more interesting. Here's a hot take. If, hot take. You ready for it? Yeah. Barca supporters group is going to be better off for this in the long run. Okay. Well, I think it'll be more quality. It might be smaller in numbers, but I think it's going to be higher quality. Like I said, the supporters group is going to improve. I would agree. It's been fun watching them. I do. Like I said, I, I dig it. It's very intriguing. You, you sort of just are trying to figure it out and see who's going to emerge. I love Memphis though. Memphis has been tremendous for the first two matches. Mm-hmm. Damn. Life goes He's a good player. I don't think I appreciated him because I never paid that much attention to the leagues he was in or the clubs he was on, but I, I like watching him. He is a fearless, fearless player. Anything else? That's all I got, buddy. I got to go feed a couple of cats. Couple. How many cats do you have? I got one. Our neighbors have two and I'm going to house it. The neighbor's cats. You're cat sitting. I, yeah, my wife's out of town. I'm taking care of three cats. I've become an old cat guy. It's amazing. Nice the cats, they're separated. Two cats in one place, one cat in this house. Okay. They're not all together. Why don't you just bring the cats to your house and just have a huge cat party? I've pitched that idea. Uh, it didn't go over well. Got it. I will not push this. We're signing off, Jordan, in the 80th minute. Oakland 3, Phoenix 1. How does it end? 3-3. Three, three. With 13 minutes of stoppage time. <laughs> Phoenix hey, is you... losing. 13 yeah. minutes. Are you going to be okay coming back to Match Day Live? I realize this is like a huge step down from broadcasting with a Hall of Famer. It is. <laughs> you going to be all right on Saturday night at 730? Yeah, totally. I that's where I came. Uh, I came straight to the set after the broadcast. It was great. Slam some beers. You see what Nate did to me? Where your beer was. I know we have video of it. Yeah. Someone said he was hazing me. What do you think about that? I think we were hazing him. What did I do? It's your show, ma'am. I will tell you, I did not do that in the play by play booth. That only happened on match day live. Match day live has a special place in my heart and it always will. Good. Well, we have 12 more of them. Fantastic. We're going to have more than 12, dude. We're doing the playoff shows. We're doing the playoff shows, right? We're you doing they the kick us to the curb. We're not getting kicked to the curb. We're doing the playoff shows. Listen, they're not going to have Jack and Shannon do the match day live. Are they? They could. They can't. I mean, they could. I won't stand for it. All right. Well, we need listeners of the pod to let them know not to do that. <laughs> Way to plant that idea that they probably never even considered before. <laughs> Ricardo, don't listen to this part. All right. Go feed those triplets you have. Thank you. Have a great night. Hugs and kisses. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.